bi orilede america ibesan ti alima sise na iye nonut place awon mo ti e na oye e bi awon oju opo samsung akedele dance o ma wole o ma ko mi laya je 0 0 0 3 3 2 2 1 0 7 0 Ola jo wala ti le ibada. Namba tele tu mi si le ye to 08035105129. Osula se yo jo si lo. Osun be ni mo sa insi. En indo ku emi na oni indo ku. Emi ati ajot ba de to ba di lo se to nbo lori eto gbe won rin. Ara plus it this Sunday. I'm Ozzy Oma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh! Fresh! Look what I brought for you. Saying about this morning. Good morning to you. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM at Bogota. It's three minutes can pass 10 a.m. Uh, this uh, Monday morning. Today is the 24th of uh, May 
2021 is platform this morning the first installment of the program uh, in case you're just joining us we do this mondays and wednesdays from 10 wale bakar is my name timmy dakolo with the song everything amen kickstarting things uh, this week uh, is the first working day of the week for the vast majority of people i know for some people there's no such thing as weekends you keep working all day long but uh, we're starting officially the working week today. And I know that usually we start Mondays with a new drive, new resolve, new vigor, new hope, uh, waiting for things to be better, especially um, after what we, how we ended uh, the last working week. Um, Friday uh, saw the very, very sad uh, death of the Chief of Army staff, um, Lieutenant General Brian Matairu and um, 10 others uh, who died in that um, uh, aircraft crash at the uh, airport in Kaduna. Very, very sad uh, way to end the week. And I know that uh, for a lot of us, we're just hoping that this week turns out to be a better one. Just as Timmy Dakolo said in the song, um, everything you're looking for, you will find this week. Hopefully, it turns out really to be a better week. Wish you the very best this new week. Wale Bakar is my name. Welcome to the platform this Monday. You know, as uh, some of you who are very present on our social media platforms, you know, uh, this morning on the program, I'll be speaking with the commander of the Ogun State Security Network, codenamed Damoteko, C.P. David Ajibola Kinerami, retired. He's in the studio already. And I'll be talking about everything security in Ogun State this morning together. Remember, join us live on Facebook. Drop your contributions there. Drop your questions on Twitter as well. We'll talk to you via the phone lines much later on. But promises to be a great time this morning. Welcome to the platform this Monday. platform this monday morning 24th of may 2021 thank you for joining fresh 107.9 fm good to know uh, you're there as we get set for another conversation uh, this morning uh, joining me this morning on the program is the commander of the state security network cp david Jibola Kirimi retired is in the studio with me now good morning to you sir uh, great to have you join us this morning well, good morning. It's my pleasure too. I know, I know it's a very, a very busy period. Uh, you were talking about a meeting over the weekend, but you were just hopeful that you would be here this morning. Uh, great to have you join us uh, this morning. Well, let, let, let's get right to it because I know there are so many uh, questions a lot of people have. Uh, you know, would love to ask the commander of Amotekun uh, in Ogun State. Uh, in fact, uh, once it was out there that you were going to be here this morning. Uh, we got a barrage of questions uh, on social media. Some personally asking me questions. Please ask him this. Please ask him that. I'm sure you uh, they'll get a chance to ask you some of these things. But let, let's um, just get right to it and uh, find out what the situation is with Amateurko in Ogun State. I know that um, the the original plan uh, after once the full takeoff was done. Uh, I know that uh, the plan was to look at uh, you know places that you called hotspots in the state. I think Yewa exists, places where a lot of kidnappings and the likes were going on. Uh, is that still the situation at the moment, or is Amoteko in full force now in Ogo State? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, good morning, uh, listeners. Yes, like you did say, the the initial takeoff. Uh, was essentially based on our, you know, 
identification of areas where we consider volatile. Mm. Um, hence, the operatives were picked from these you know, areas, considered volatile. Um, that is what we have on ground for now. Uh, except for the fact that uh, His Excellency had, you know, graciously uh, given go ahead uh, for training of uh, additional approaches uh, from some other local government areas where we have having imagined uh, security challenges. Okay. Now, uh, it's been a while that that agreement was reached to have um, Amateco in the southwest. Uh, it's been a number of months uh, since the state assemblies uh, created a legal framework to back it up. Uh, I'm sure you must have heard some people say that things have been rather slow uh, as far as uh, getting into action is concerned. Now you say that, uh, yes, uh, the uh, current situation is that the hotspots are being catered for. There are other places that have been looked into. Uh, would you agree, first off, that things have been rather slow? Or what would you say has been responsible for the pace, whether slow or otherwise, uh, at which Amotekon has been going? I don't want to believe that uh, the the operation has been slow. Mm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, we all know what uh, bringing up a new agency, you know, is all about. It involves so many things. Mm. Uh, it's not just a question of you going to the market to buy you know, yam or pepper and stuff like that. You know, you have to do planning. You have to do some, you know, research work. You have to do, you know, so many things are, you know, are, you know, taken into consideration. Uh, I think so far it has, I wouldn't agree that it's been it's slow in taking off. Um, of course, nobody prepared for the Amatekun initially. Mm. Uh, but when uh, the Southwest, you know, uh, stakeholders came together and said, okay, we need this kind of, an, I mean, outfit in the state, I mean, the, in our sub-region. Uh, we, we all know the initial, you know, challenges that we had, you know, with the federal establishment over, you know, whether it was legal or it was illegal mm. and stuff like mm. that. And subsequently, the Attorney Generals of the you know, the, the Southwest states where, you know, met and uh, fashioned out a legal framework, like you said. Um, of course, since then, the planning process has been going on. Um, it takes a while. You know, Rome, like they say, was not built in a day. Uh, I think expectations are high, I know, from our people. They want to see, it's like, oh, here comes our savior. Mm. And we uh, are actually looking forward to the Amatekun, you know, doing the needful as quickly as possible. Um, that we are, you know, planning to do, or we are, we are, we are even, we have started doing as, as a matter of fact, because the, like I said, we just need time for us to be able to blend with the system uh, and uh, put at you know acts together so that uh, we can meet up with the expectations of our people. Now you, you'd understand the uh, you know the anxiety of the people, uh, just like you said. 
the the security realities led to the creation of Amotekum. And unfortunately for us, uh, once or twice or more, there's been recurring cases of this uh, security issues, uh, kidnappings, uh, you know, uh, farms invasion, uh, you know, a lot of these things that led to these conversations about the, the regional security outfit. And every time these things happen, uh, th- then the question as to <laughs> where is Amotekun, what is Amotekun doing? Uh, can, can we, is, is there a timeline as to when you expect uh, operations to, uh, of course, while we understand some of these things that you've mentioned, you know, the planning and the teething problems that would be, you know, accompany a new outfit. Uh, can you give a timeline or is there a timeline as to when you expect, when Amotekun is open to start operations, say in the 20 local governments uh, of Ogun State? Uh, but I think, uh, like I said, the the governor of the state, His Excellency Prince Dakwabiodun, and Giving go ahead for training of the next two batches of, okay. you know, so that when the was cover the entire, you know, length and breadth of the state. Uh, what we have in the mo- at the moment is when we have issues in certain areas, uh, we deploy our men from those areas that we had considered volatile, so that they can they could assist, okay. you know, in the security situation or challenges in those areas. Uh, we have selected all the people that would need to train for the agency for the for the cops and uh, we just to push them to training camp uh, we are even intending to train them simultaneously okay. uh, so that we could have a situation where we have all the local government uh, areas covered and uh, our men will be deployed to such areas um as for timeline i'm thinking well maybe next few Weeks we should be we should be through with with the training and the eventual deployment of our operatives, you know, to the uh, local crannies of uh, of the state. Now I'm I'm glad you mentioned that you know you're, you're done with uh, selecting of personnel because uh, there were some questions as to recruitment. I know some people were still. Uh, some had even suggested that maybe recruitment was still ongoing. But from what you say now, that's something that has been done with for a while now. I think we'll, we've concluded with that. So um, I don't know. Is there what, what's what's the uh, what's, what's the personnel strength of Amatek at the moment? Is that something you'd be willing to share? Because you know, for with the uh, well, I don't want to call Amatek conventional, but with the, with the conventional security agencies, you know, numbers have always been our issues. Uh, many have talked about how uh, the police are not enough, how uh, the military are not enough, how uh, they are overstretched. Uh, you know, it would be nice to get an idea of what the uh, personnel strength of Amatekon is uh, from, from the onset. Uh, we're looking at, you know, training 500. Uh, that is 25 per local government area for now. Okay. Uh, the Excellency is, uh, you know, giving us, you know, a mandate uh, to look at having 3,000 of British recruited within the shortest possible time. Okay. Uh, it's going to be an ongoing uh, thing. Uh, it's not... It, I mean, there's no, there's, no, there's no way you can have enough uh, manpower when it, when it comes to security issues. Uh, and that's where technology comes in. Mm. Um Luckily, the Excellency has also 
uh, is making moves to get us, you know, state of the art technology uh, in terms of um, intelligent to, to to enhance our intelligence, you know, gathering capacity. You know, so that we don't rely solely on uh, human intelligence. Um, vehicles have been provided, motorcycles have been provided with, you know, state of the act, um, uh, tech, I mean, telecommunication, I mean, communication, you know, gadgets, uh, gadgets mm. and what have you. And uh, I think, like I said, we we're looking at having. 3,000, you know, pretties recruited from all over the state. And it's going to be an ongoing thing. You know, of course, you know, we have a lot of challenges in terms of fund, mm. particularly this period of uh, uh, COVID that we're just trying to, you know, get out of. Get out of. <laughs> but uh, I can assure our people that within the shortest possible time, we'll have, if not more, I mean, enough manpower will have, you know, something near it uh, to be able to cope with the security challenges we have in the state. Now, let, let, let's talk about um, what the experience has been so far in uh, this uh, volatile areas that you've been working in uh, for the last couple of weeks leading to months now. Um, first of all, uh, you know, the revelation or the decision uh, that our um, Moteco operatives were not going to be um, carrying personnel uh, was something that divided opinions. In fact, the preponderance of opinion was that uh, if, we, if we are going to tackle criminals who would be bearing arms, then it's only appropriate you know, for our Moteco officials to bear arms. Uh, what, what, I know that, of course, you would work in the, within the ambit of the law that sets our Moteco up uh, well, would you would you rather have an Amateco bearing arms, or what has the experience been? How is that has that in any way affected operations of your men uh, in the last uh, in the couple of period that you've you've been around? Uh, let me get, make this clarification: the law establishing Amateco did not say we cannot bear arms. Okay. Uh, the law says we can't bear fire, uh, firearms provided they are not prohibited, you know, under the Firearms uh, Act. Okay. Okay. So that is to say we can uh, make use of uh, certain categories of uh, arms. And um, this we have been doing. Though we'll have wanted something more sophisticated, you know, considering uh, the the the, the you know the level of uh, crime and criminality that we are, you know, we are made to face these days. Uh, considering the fact that most of these criminals, you know, go about with sophisticated firearms, mm. uh, some that are even more sophisticated than what the conventional security forces, you know, are carrying. Um, we'll get there someday. Uh, but what was, was sorry to button what was was there an explanation as to the thinking behind you know that rule or that part of the law uh that uh, somewhat limited the level at which American personnel could uh, bear arms the kind of arms they, they could bear would it, are you are you privy to what was the thinking behind uh, that part of the law 
Well, I, I, I wouldn't know. I was not part of uh, the original. But, but I'm sure it's something you must have been curious no, no, as yeah, to yes, finding yes, out. Yes, but you see, the, the point is this. The firearms law of the Federal Republic of Nigeria stipulates certain categories of uh, firearms that can be carried by individual uh by group of persons and what have you uh which is essentially for gaming and uh, you know hunting hunting and what have you and until and except that law is amended it will be you know difficult for any state agency uh to begin to think of you know having some of these prohibited firearms because as a matter of fact, approval for such firearms are either given by the Inspector General of Police or the President and Commander-in-Chief mm-hmm. of the Armed Forces mm-hmm. of Nigeria. And um, except the law is amended, we can't begin to think about it. But I know we'll get there someday because you cannot go to fight a criminal that you know has sophisticated weapons with their bare hands. Uh, I'm sure our leaders are looking at the possibility of, uh, you know, looking into this. With because it's not just Amatekun that's in the southwest; that is in the southwest. You have civilian JTF in the northeast. You have the people are going in the southeast, being established in the southeast, and what have you, you know. And uh, I, I want to believe that we are all thinking along the same line, mm. and uh, because it's going to affect, it's affecting everybody. There is a tendency that there will be urgency in uh, amending that law so that uh, provisions can be made for you know, state security office to carry, to, you know, to bear certain, you know, um, firearms mm. uh, which are for now prohibited by the law. Um, and moreover, don't forget the fact that one of our major you know, mandate is intelligence gathering. It, it is not in all cases that you want to carry firearms. They say when you have, you know, confrontation with, you know, the bad boys, you understand what I mean? Yeah. Um, notwithstanding, we still send our men, you know, on undercover activities, you know, to gather intelligence uh, as to what is going on within the area of responsibility. Uh, don't forget the fact that these guys were picked from within the community. It's, it's community-based, you know. Uh, they know their people. Their people know them. They know the family they come from. They know their background. So we use that to get intelligence, you know, gather intelligence, uh, which we share mm-hmm. with conventional uh, uh, security services. Now, just before we um, focus. Uh, for a couple of uh, minutes on uh, you know intelligence gathering and what your collaboration has been with the conventional police uh, you are, you're, you're well aware of the uh, number of uh, the, the the battles well so to speak that went on when Amatekun was going to be set up uh, you know before there was uh, the legal framework backing it up and you know you mentioned the fact that there's a civilian JTF now we have people that they're talking about in the uh, in the southeast and there is the all of this uh, you know further widen the conversation about state policing and 
they have state police has always had you know problems for and against uh we know that the uh, the just before the appointment of the new igp the last igp uh initiated this um state policing you know architecture uh for uh, at the police first level uh they began to have a lot of conversations about uh you know uh, special constabularies uh you know at the state level and all what, what, what do you make of you know all, all these talks and uh, what the opinions are what the opinions you've gathered as far as state police is concerned what, what are your thoughts as far as a lot of these conversations are uh well if Nigeria is a federal, uh, a federation like the constitution stipulates, uh, then we can not do without having uh, a state police. Mm. I'm an apostle of state police. Even when I was in the service, I I was fortunate to be uh, in charge of one or two states in in the federation as commissioner of police. Mm. And from my experience, you know, I I. I discovered that in most cases, our people don't have confidence in security forces, particularly uh, police. In as much as we say police is your friend, yes, we preach to it, we try to make people appreciate the fact that, you know, you can't, when you are in trouble, you have no other place to go except you go to the police. Uh, we should look at us as their friends, as their brothers, as you know, uncles and husband and wife and stuff like that. Yet, because there's this cultural, you know, um, consideration most of the time, you take a Yoruba man from Abekuta to to Zamfara, for instance. He doesn't know who a typical Zamfara man is. He doesn't understand Otaraba. the culture of Taraba. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know. You know, you 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 the begin to, you begin to wonder: Can we trust this person? It takes a lot of, you know, talking and uh, a lot of advocacy. You know, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, so many things to be able to convince them as to why they should, you know, work with you. So, if that is the situation, the, the American system of federalism that we we we. we, we we copied has three tiers of policing system at the federal level at the state level at the county level which is the equivalent of mm. our local, local government, government you know so at every point a, a typical british metropolitan police you know or british police you know in the city of london knows virtually who patrols a particular beat knows virtually everybody that lives along that street in the same vein, people who, you know, who live in such areas where he's you know, you know, expected to patrol, know this person. They know this well. person. So mm. if if um, Constable Jack is not seen for two or three days, people begin to ask questions. Hi, where's Jack? Mm. We have not seen Jack for for you know for, for for some time now, you know. So you see, that is the kind of relationship that they have because these are guys who are recruited from within their community. And except and unless we do it, and that's why the concept of Amateku, you know, uh, is is jamming at this point at this point in time. People who are recruited into the Amateku corps are people who are domiciled in their communities. Okay. So, well, that is that could still be part of what we call community policing. Anyway, uh, we need to have 
state police, and eventually the local government police, as far as I'm concerned, hmm. we should have it. All right. Um, I've been speaking with the commander of Amatagunogu State, uh, CP David Ajibalakin, I'm retired. Uh, we will take a very quick pause, and when we return, we will be... Uh, dwelling majorly on this um, aspect of intelligence gathering, which you know we've uh, mentioned earlier, is, which is a critical part of why Amatekun uh, was set up all along. Uh, that will be our focus in the next couple of minutes. Please don't go anywhere. Fresh FM Nigeria, a Yigaganet Pataki, a shit and boa lori, ori, Latiwaman Badu was what you see, Nibu Bibita Batiwa, a Kodalo Sigugu Play Store, Latisha Waria, the Fresh FM player, Kasik Basuri phone, no yellowfe, no bata, is Jemu Keloku, Kama Tatisi Fresh FM Ibada, Fresh FM Abiokuta, Ati Fresh FM Adrekiti, Loria, Teka Shosho, Bubunte, Febo, Loduka Loa, and we to a Badu Noto to Kone Leko, Iruyati Badeba, Oria Didu. Asha Ishia ti bebe lo Shia ti konja lo si Google Play Store Kwa si ba Fresh FM player Sori ifonu re lo fe Oti menu benu E hike hike ni Fresh FM Toba wo lo ma teti si lori ya Te Fresh FM player Ye wo ba yi kwa si bewa sori yosua Awa fwa yi kwa jo Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta, today, Monday, the 24th of May, 2021. I've been speaking with the commander of the Ogun State Security Network, Kodnim Damotekon, CP David Ajibola, Kenrem, retired. And uh, we've been uh, talking about uh, some of the operations of Amotekon. Uh, l- l- let's get to, you know, uh, this uh, talks about intelligence gathering, which, of course, uh, is uh, a very critical reason Amotekon was set up. And, you know, you, you've spoken about how I'm a taking personnel uh, individuals from communities, and you know it's easier for them to know these communities. Uh, we've 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 continued to have pockets of these cases that necessitated Amotekun being set up. Just over the weekend, there were talks about a FINAP student that was abducted uh, and um, I think two others, according to reports. There are even reports are even saying that the abductors are asking for, uh, I think, a 50 million naira as ransom. We'll get to the talks about ransom in a bit. But um, this with with the advent of Amatekun, with the intelligence gathering efforts that are going on, uh, how, how far away would you say we are from, you know, having a hang on these security troubles? Because uh, a lot of them continue to happen. Uh, I think about two weeks ago, there was the case of some women who were kidnapped. Uh, there was a case of the doctor and the nurse some uh, months back. Uh, you know. A lot of other issues in the, in that in that light or of that nature. How far away do you think we are uh, from you know getting the hang of this issue? Really, at least in Ogun State. Yes, we. I want to uh, start by saying that um, when society is advancing, hmm. uh, naturally, the, the there is the tendency for crime and criminality. To increase, increase. Okay. Um, yes, even in the United States of America, where you have all all that it takes, you know, to protect lives and property, we still have crimes being committed. It is not the case that when you have security outfit on ground, 
it means absence of crime and criminalities you know but you see what is important is the ability you know and determination of those who are involved to nip in the board or to relieve, uh, reduce to the barest minimum uh, such criminal activities. Mm. Uh, the case of Ogun is not is not is not uh, uh, different from what is going on worldwide, and of course in Nigeria in other parts of Nigeria. But I must tell you that yes, we have not gotten there yet, you know yet. But the fact remains that uh, Ogun State has remained one of the most peaceful in this country today uh, in terms of security. You know, because, you know, when things happen, given the fact that we are not used to certain things happening, you know, even when it's only once or twice that, you know, it happens, people think, they tend to want to look at it as, oh, why should this one happen? As if crime must not be committed at all. In as much as we are not saying uh, we want to, you know, we want to see you know crime and criminalities, you know, uh, increase, but the fact still remains that the absence of crime means that there is even no need for a motorcycle in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. There is no need for security. I mean, the police or other security forces, you know, not just in the state but in Nigeria as a whole. Uh, so far, I think. We have not done that too badly. But like I said, you know, at the beginning of this program, by the time we cover the entire length and breadth of the state, uh, the situation will, will, will improve. What's the update you can give us about this, uh, for example, this new case of kidnapping that we heard over the weekend? Uh, what's, what's the efforts, uh, what's Amatekon doing in collaboration with other agencies, of course, to um, uh, get this uh uh, victims back and uh, to stop this from happening again, at least in the nearest future. Yes, we're, we're working on it in, in conjunction and collaboration with other, you know, security forces in the state. Uh, we are monitoring the situation. I understand that for the Tarset, you know, the Taishularin, you know, students. Uh, no, no, no. No, Finab, uh, fin- Yes, Finab. No, the the the, the OU students at that time. No, no, no. The, the last, the last incident from uh, Ijebu Aziz. Okay. Also, uh, they started making calls. We are monitoring the situation. Uh, these are not things we should come up and begin to, you know, uh, say Divulge. in the public okay. before they know. Uh, but we are working on intelligence, you know, and uh, very soon by the grace of God will we'll get at them. You know, because n- naturally, um, uh, unfortunately, we are talking about getting these kidnapped people back and what are we doing about Na- Naturally, uh, the uh, the idea of intelligence gathering is to stop them from happening, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. uh, first off. Uh, get them before, get them before these mm-hmm. things happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these things have been happening. So can we say we've not... You know, been uh, doing too great in that aspect, now, uh, or, or are you saying things could have been a lot worse? Exactly, things okay. could have been a lot worse. Um, you see, there are so many ungoverned spaces, whether you want to believe it or not. And uh, like I did say, we need personnel hmm, to cover the nook and crannies of the state. We need technology. You know, there are areas you cannot 
have direct access to except by way of technology mm. um and of course that's where our people need to be to come in handy too information is key the fact that this person is even from your village does not mean that there are seen uh you don't see have some you know bad elements within that local government areas who may not ordinarily want to divulge you know the identity of criminal elements from within their communities i'm sure you know what i'm talking about mm. you know either because they are beneficiaries of whatever lajis that you know they get from their criminal that activities person. you know so uh, we, we still need the support of our people i keep i mean a few places i've, I've gone to in the course of uh, you know our operation i make i make it clear to them that unless and except they accept their Amatekun court, for instance, as their own, except they own this security outfit, except they are ready to collaborate and cooperate with the, the operatives, then we might not be able to get to where we intend to, 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 to go. Um, we are not doing too badly. All the security forces the police, the DSS, you know, so safe, the civil defense, we've always been working together and we share intelligence. I know that, you know, and don't forget there are so many of these bad boys that have been apprehended, you know, but you see, uh, there are ways of dealing with such situation. It is not in all case that you begin to come up and begin to make noise about, you know, we've arrested a thousand and what have you, you know, because in the course of doing that, you might be revealing vital information, particularly when you still have, you know, some of them who some are the wrong colleagues, colleagues, who colleagues and have. But but, but don't you think that there's also been uh, a negative effect of while while I understand the point you you make when you talk about some that you need to be discreet in some of these things, mm -hmm. there's also been the mm -hmm. fact that. Uh, some people look at the situation and say uh, there's been no punishment for those that are guilty. Uh, in fact, some have even told stories about how some individuals are picked up and you know someone makes a call to somebody and they ask to be released. You know, th these are things that some have said. And you know, you spoke earlier about what has happened to trust between people and the conventional security. Uh, what are you doing to ensure that Amatekun does not find itself in, in, in that situation? Because very quickly things could go south and then you know, we're battling uh, trust issues between Amatekun and the people as well. I don't think uh, it is going to happen. Okay. And that's why we've uh, embarked on a lot of advocacy. All right. um, our traditional rulers, are, they are our ambassadors. The ballet, the Uluri Itun and what have you are part and parcel of the Amatekun. As a matter of fact, the Amatekun board, the law provides for a representative of the Council of Chiefs and others, you know, as a member of the Amatekun Corp. We are looking at, you know, is, we, we're carrying our people along, making them own, like I said, the security of it. And once they own the security of it, they know that this belongs to us. Mm -hmm. hmm? There's a tendency that that trust will be embedded you know between you know between the corps members of the corps the operatives of the corps and the communities they are you know they 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 are, they are serving um 
it is very very important that we keep on the advocacy it's, it's, it's important that we keep on talking to our people is you know mobilizing them to show that you know to have this feeling of you know uh, 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 this sense of belonging mm. and once that is that is established I think uh, the, 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 the trust will have been built between the, the members of the public the community and uh, of course the Amatekun operatives uh, we don't want to make the mistakes that were made in the past you know uh, like the, the, the trust issue that I mentioned earlier on and, um, and that's why we are taking our time in even selecting the caliber of people you know, that we are bringing in uh, to the agency. Hmm. Now, the, the, from, from all of these things that we've said, from uh, the, the, the importance we've attached to uh, ensuring that the people own Amotecon, the people trust Amotecon operatives, what it means is that uh, the, the, the relationship has to be a lot closer than, you know, what we've had with other security agencies. Now, uh, the expectation is that, you know, uh, the, the 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 perception of other security agencies is that so if I've heard people say they barely ever tell uh, what the true picture is uh, they barely ever tell us what is going on uh, sometimes I pity the uh, PROs of, of the police for example they say so many things and people are just there thinking mm. well it's all just he's all just saying it saying. that's just saying what he has to say uh, you know just doing his job as an image maker the expectation is that I'm a technical as to to a different path. Amateko has to be a lot open to the people. Now, uh, in the cases of kidnappings that we've seen, a lot of times we hear, uh, of course, they almost always have ransoms demanded. Uh, that is why the, some have even said because these ransoms are paid, because there's a lot of money being made for it from it, is why we continue to have this, uh, this situation. One of such statements is when the police, of course, would come out and say, well, we've gotten them back. We don't know about any ransom paid or not. What, what do you make of, of, of this? Uh, d don't you think we should have gone past this level of, you know, just making these statements because they are what is expected from us or what is expected from the police uh, spokespersons or security agency spokespeople? Don't you think the people have to be aware of what the true situation is? Well, you 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 might be right, but but I want to believe that. You see, let me let me tell you something. We have a situation where somebody was kidnapped, ransom was demanded. Perhaps the security forces will get to know that okay, these guys are calling and you know demanding ransom. Mm. You try to dissuade them, to, to you know to persuade them, to discourage them not to enter into negotiation in terms of paying payment of ransom but because the family of the victim are so desirous of getting their loved ones their back. Loved one back on armed you understand that kind of thing they want to go behind the scene even you know in some cases where you try to encourage them by way of making some arrangements that you know they turn their back against such arrangement. And before you see Jack, they've already gone to, you know, give her this money, this ransom, without letting the security forces get to know. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, sometimes the, uh, the fear of 
their loved ones being armed, you know, the sanctions, you know, mm. in the course of uh, wanting to rescue. Because sometimes the, 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 the bad boys intimidate them. They tell them, don't ever get security forces involved. If you get them involved, we're going to kill your, 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 your person with us and stuff like that. People begin to get jittery, you know, out of fear. They want to, you know, do things on their own without necessarily, you know, getting the security forces involved. Uh, that is one major issue that I know, even from my experience as a police, you know, police officer, you know, that we got to, you know, to deal with. Hmm. Oh, apologies, but you know, in, in cases like this, we, which I see the picture you're painting, uh, with Amateco now, um, they love undercover agents, you know, doing intelligence gathering. Uh, it should be easier for, you know, people to open up to these individuals, you know, Already, they are from their communities, and let them know what the true situation is. That is that is our expectation. Has, has that been happening? Oh yes, so far. I think uh, the people, our people, have been forthcoming. You needed to see the enthusiasm, the, the uh, of our people in those areas where we are currently operating. Mm. When our men got there, oh, finally, we have seen our own. We have seen our motel. You know that kind of thing. You know, I remember the other day I went to somewhere and you see people clapping and jubilating, you know. Some of them even went as far as say, oh, we don't want the convention. The convention. <laughs> yeah. You understand kind of thing? Mm. That is to say people are... Be- That's why I said from the beginning that the expectation is so, so high. People are expecting us to, you know, bust all crime, prevent all, you know, act of criminalities. You know, within a space of time, mm. but I know we'll get there. Like I said, by the time we cover the entire length and breadth of the state, our activities are extended to you know, no can crannies of uh, the entire state. We'll, 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 we'll make a big success of it. There's just, just for we you get get to the phone lines and get some thoughts from our listener this morning. That the over time I'm sure you must have also heard well you you spent a lot of years you know in service and you know uh the talks about the challenge of sabotage saboteurs you know in some of the security agencies as well. Uh Amatek is relatively new. Uh, but you know, in every crop of people, there is a tendency of having a bad egg. There's a tendency of having someone who uh, just wants to sabotage their efforts. So what, what's what's the what's the mechanism in place to to make sure that uh, that is checked? Because uh, a saboteur in a community-based security network would would be a lot more devastating than what we even have with you know the police or the the Nigerian Army, for example. Well, to in every twelve disciple, like people will say, mm. there's always a Judas. Mm. Uh, no matter what you do, no matter how much you screen, no matter matter how much background checks you make, you know, in the process of selecting, you know, our your our operatives. Yes, we make sure the the obas, the the ballets and other rituals were involved in the screening exercise. You know, some of them were made to sign as guarantors. That is to show, to show how serious we are about getting to know who we are recruiting. Mm. But the first thing remains that there's no doubt, you know, that there must there will always be one one bad person or the other. Not like in the security force. But yeah, police is bad. Police is bad. Oh, but you you mean you are a policeman? I remember people were asking me. 
No, you never behave. At a particular point in time, I felt, you know, I was being insulted, kind mm. of. Mm. Why should? Is it because why? Why do I? Why do you think I'm not a policeman? Is it because I'm not a policeman that is on the road that is collecting money, mm. or the policeman that must get must demand for something before he does his job and stuff like that? No, you know, until it dawned on me. Then I was a much much younger officer. It dawned on me that oh no. It's just the impression the that people, impression have, people are having. Yeah. So, but, you know, what I'm saying in essence is that no matter how much you do, no matter how much training, no matter how much orientation, no matter how much background checks and what have you that you do in the process of selection, we can always have, you will always have one person, one or two persons uh, that, you know, uh, it's not... You know, going along with the established norms and the rules and regulation of, mm. of the of the organization, uh, but we have checks in place as to what to do. If you observe certain traits in you, we begin to you know, monitor you. And you see, you can you can fool some people sometimes. The great uh, uh, Rob, uh, Bob Mali oh, okay. said. But you can't fool all the people all the time. Or is it Peter Tosh? Mm. You you see you can you can pretend to be good for as long as possible, but someday you leave a loophole. You leave you know a trade some somewhere that people will get to know who you are. Mm. So we have a way of checking the activities of our men. We read the riot out to them from time to time, the do's and don'ts, and we'll continue to give them you know orientation and uh, you know as to what is expected of them. I told them this is a call to duty. It's a sacred call to duty. And the moment you do anything on towards to your community, you have received a course. Mm. A course is already on you. Huh. That is, I mean, we are Africans. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not, let's go, I mean, I'm coming back to okay. cases. <laughs> you know, that's, if you, if you, if you know that this is the right thing to do, and you connive with some other person to do the wrong thing that will harm your community, <laughs> then of course, uh, uh, what do they call it? <laughs> Whatever is the consequences. Uh, is it uh, Adabi? Uh, Adabi, <laughs> Ben, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, All right, anyway let, let, let's get some thoughts uh, from you listening to us this morning. Uh, the quote earlier, uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, just uh, quickly try to remember, you can uh, fool some people some of the time or fool all the people sometime, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Uh, th- uh, 0815 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Uh, get straight to your comments and your contributions. Please turn on the volume on your radio because you don't have much time. Tell us your name, where you're calling from. Good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Abba. Yes, good morning. Tell I'm us your name, where you're calling from. From Ifo. Okay, go ahead. Yes, sir. The question I want to ask is, these people who we call the kidnappers, uh, I yes, from the little last week, the government that they should give them strength so that they will leave the people that they kidnap, the students. Even they kiss two people, two among them, they show them like this. It is a lie. I heard from the military on radio. Even press FM. One. Two, these people are using uh, some creative uh, 
weapons. Okay. And the, uh, I'm a type of people who are from our own West area. They, they must not carry any weapons. How can they praise them? All right. Can they arrest them with mouth <laughs> and throw with gun? This possible. So want people to think about this before they establish all these things. But they are part to law now. All right. Now, so, no. th- thank you very much. I know you could go on and on. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Hello, good morning. I'll just pen that down. Good morning. Okay, uh, we lost our call. Uh, you'd have to try again. 0815-432-1079, The earlier question was about bearing of arms. Uh, we'll get to that. I know we addressed that a lot earlier anyway, but we'll just mention it again uh, for the sake of those of you uh, who probably didn't catch it. Uh, okay, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I don't know. It's not the smoothest connection this morning, but do try again, all right? Good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Please turn on the volume of that radio. Good morning. Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Get to it quickly. Um, um I want to thank the commander of Amoteco for coming on, on here today. Um, he said they are working in some areas. Um, maybe I can I'd like to know what areas they are working. Because we already know where the flash spot in for kidnapping is in Ogun State. Mm. We don't get there in We have someone that was kidnapped in Ejebu the last week. Mm. We know we have them on this last day while actually um, towards, you know, uh, towards Aitu and the um, I guess they are already working in these areas. So I would like to know what areas they are working and do they like to push out some some phone numbers to the general public mm-hmm. as information for them or they suspect anything right. that they want to bring the attention of the Amotec one? Let, let me quickly say this, I'll sign it off. Um, citizens of um, Southwest Nigeria had a, a lot of hope coming on board. Um, kidnapping is going to stop. I think it will reduce to a very great degree, but I must say that that has not really happened. So... Um, I just want the commander to know that a lot has been expected. I know um, there are limitations for this one. Yoruba people right. living in Southwest Nigeria, I expect them to do a lot more. Thank you. All right, uh, th- thank you very much. Uh, just before we um, get to respond to some of these uh, comments, uh, Oshinae Yomi on Twitter says, Why is it so difficult for government to put an end to this insecurity by giving death sentence well, to the culprits in order to stem the tide? Well, that, that's a matter of the law. <laughs> that, that, that's a different kettle, a kettle of different fish, but uh, point noted. Uh, on Facebook this uh, morning, Ramat Olanike Akinloe says 25 but local government is too small. Okay, well, I know he said the the, the plan is to have 3,000 eventually, but that's the number at the moment. But um, the first question was, was about bearing arms. He was saying something, he was talking about, you know, and I know we spoke about this earlier. Uh, you know, he was talking about criminals having sophisticated weapons and you have, well, just like, just to let him know though, just like you corrected, uh, you did say it's not, uh, the law doesn't say you can't bear any harms. It's just the level is uh, is reduced. It's pro- there's some prohibition, mm-hmm. uh, and you know he's saying, uh, how can you face people with more sophisticated weapons? Although I've heard, I don't know whether that's something you like to speak about. I've heard some very interesting things about Matekundo, uh, you know, because it is you, you you came to the basics earlier because it is um, 
domesticated. I've heard some people say, well, <laughs> there are so many weapons we don't know about that can That's, be used uh, by, that is true. by a motor. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, so many. Uh, Not necessarily carrying um, sophisticated weapons. There are instances where you just talk to somebody and ask him to drop his, uh, you understand what I mean? Drop your arms and that, drop it. Real? I've, I've heard people yes, talk about it. Yeah. I've, I've only seen so it in movies. I know. We are using every part of our body to fight the war. Mm. And um, So the, the limitations of the burn of arms is not slowing you down in any way? It's not slowing us down you know, completely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other question was about uh, the areas uh, that Amotelkin is working at the moment. Okay, we have, um, we have in Jabu North the Jabu North as um, Jabu Igbo um, um, Omo um, okay uh, you know that those areas the, the North yeah. the Jabu Jabu North you know generally right mm. um, then we have uh, in Shagamu we have in Shagamu local government areas we have uh, in Yewa you are north, we have in, in Mekwafu, we have in uh, Kokia, and of course we have in Jabodi. Well, when you say Jabu North, does it also include the east, Ogun Water side? No, that, no, no, that, no, Okay, no, North Daraja, just, just north, the north. North local oh, government. Okay, mm. basically. Mm. You have the North, Jabu, Jabu North mm, yes. East, mm. you have Jabu North, you have uh, Water side, you have uh, um, in that Aziz, yes. But presently we have our operations on ground in Jabu North. We identified Jabu North for training years at that time mm. because of the you know the closeness to the, the fact that they share boundary with. How about Odeda? Because we've had some no, no, cases no, of uh, yes, no, 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 no. We just uh, Odeda is just coming up. Okay, and Odeda is just coming up. Except that you know when we had some when we had issues along around that Aziz as well as uh, I mean Abeokuta North, mm. you know around. That's on the way to Lafayette to Aitoro. As is, we had, in fact, people around that area would tell you they suddenly saw Amatekun about four different locations to man the highway, mm. you know, in conjunction with other security forces, and it paid off for for you know after the the the, the kidnap of uh, the doctor and the other and the nurse. In fact, I mean, we, we, we never had any other thing from an, along that as is, you know. All right. Be, because of our time, sir, um, uh, someone asked a question about um, um, uh, numbers for the public uh, in case uh, they had information. Uh, does Amateco um, have um, uh, numbers? Are they toll-free? Are they, you know, for now? No, for now we have two numbers that we're okay. using for emergency calls. Okay. Could you, could you spell uh, them out? We have uh, 003. All right. Four three six nine, or right. three zero three. All right, that's 003, 436, Then we also have zero zero eight one okay. two five two seven four. 